up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. Welcome to Sounders Scuttlebutt. As always, I'm your layman fan that has no official title, Aaron Lingley, and I am here, as always, with your Alliance Council President, your Guerrilla FC President, and your Communications Director for the Independent Supporters Council, Cameron Collins. Slam dunk, boom shakalak, I got through it without a You did it. You did (laughs) it. What's up, Aaron? How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm a whirlwind of emotions. Uh, work's mm. been pretty crazy just from a personal standpoint. Mm. Um, yeah, one of our, I, I am part of a team. I'm senior of a team of two, uh, sales managers and, uh, he left, oh. uh, while I was on PTO with my in-laws visiting and staying in my house, uh, which is why I couldn't go to the Portland match barf and which, yeah, probably a good thing. Actually, we drove up to Bellingham, chucking a drive. Fucking beautiful. Love that. Um, Did they not know there was Portland versus Seattle going on? Questions I asked my wife. Um, No, they don't. They don't give a shit. Uh, The tickets from – they live in, like, upstate New York. Actually, Elmira, New York. It's not really upstate. It's just in kind of podunk New York, just north of Philadelphia. And so flying here – is not the cheapest thing because they have to get mm. from there to a major airport, yada, yada, yada. Uh, after Memorial Day, tickets are pretty cheap. So they, like, last minute, two and a half weeks ago, said, can we come now? And you don't say no to grandparents who get to see their grandchild. So I, I should say grandparent. He is uh, married to not my wife's mom, and I will stop talking about her family, not that she listens or any of her friends. But anyway, uh, you don't say no to people that need to see the kid. So... Right. Said yeah, and I said damn it. Here's a joke for you. Two men were in a pub. One says to his mate, "My mother-in-law is an angel." His friend replies, "You're lucky. Mine's still alive." <laughs> uh, again, the the actual real in-laws are great, but that's all. That's all I'll say about <laughs> the one that married in. Um, yeah, so been a little bit crazy hitting back, getting back to work on Monday, and then ending the week which I'm glad we're recording tonight and not yesterday because we have some scuttlebutt to talk about. There's way more news today than yesterday. Yeah. Hint, uh, Messi will be spoken about and also some changes to CONCACAF Champions League, AKA CONCACAF Champions Cup. So Mm -hmm. we'll talk, we'll talk about that and some scuttlebutt mailbag stuff, but I just finished watching the third of a three part reunion of Vanderpump rules with my wife. And that's like, that's our yeah, I thought show. the show so. was done. What, what, how is there still more episodes? No, there's but. three reunions. So it was oh. a three-part a three part reunion because of Scandaval. Um, I, I know. It, it, I know it, mean nothing to me. There's probably one or two listeners out there, and they probably also like what, listening to us talk about F1. But, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. But the craziest season of all time, basically. Can, can you Vanderbilt believe was. George Russell's run? I mean, the fact that he was able to get up to third. Mm-hmm. 
from 12th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their I card... was real mad. It got ruined for me on the radio coming home from Salem after the um, Superhawks game, game two of the playoffs down there, which we lost after winning game one up here. Uh, and then we subsequently won game three in our honor. I'm, I'm, I know Raze Jose wa- is, was watching. Yeah, I'm on an airplane uh, tomorrow morning flying to L.A. for the game down there on Friday night. Awesome. So, uh, in, a, but, in L.A., huh? Yeah, against the uh, South Bay Express or South Bay Flash, L.A. Flash. One of those. And they keep moving around, so I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, uh, but, but um, we were listening to the NBA Finals driving up and uh then a news thing on espn radio came on and told me the score or the the top three so welcome uh, to my world man it's hard living in the bubble when you want to watch everything quote unquote live and let's let's talk about this on the on the on the radio here real quick we're not on the radio on the podcast (laughs) i am so used to being on the radio right um i do monday night 6 to 8 p.m on kxsu lp seattle 102.1 fm and around the world at kxsu.org you owe Um, me ten dollars yeah, I just advertised my show. Yep, yep. yep. Um, Pay for the hosting on Squadcast, please. For this but uh, we've had this discussion before. You don't watch – You don't. I mean, understandably, you don't watch a lot of sports live because you are a parent who is busy. Yeah, I mean, I love watching sports live. I love going right. to a dive bar. If I can't be live at the event, I love like watching by myself at a dive bar with a well whiskey or tequila. Mm-hmm. Yes, well. Because it's cheap, and after I'm done with it, the taste doesn't matter. And a nice IPA. A lot that's, of that's uh, what I love. A lot of well, well whiskey is Evan Williams, which is superior to a lot of the higher level whiskeys. So I'm for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but but here's the thing: is but yes, I can't watch live. A lot. You don't. You can't watch live, and so you record it and watch it later. But this includes the Seattle Mariners, mm-hmm. who are it's so tough. bad right now. Don't tell really me about today, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about today. So, I, mean, I know. I'm like, just just a warning. In Texas, like, yeah. Don't waste your time on the Mariners anymore. If mm. they go on a playoff run, it's just not worth it. Look at the score and then go back and no. if it's if it's not a twenty to nothing blowout like we had in Texas the whole time, then I mean, think about all that stuff you could do with all the, those extra three hours of your mm. life every single day. You could spend more time with your daughter. You could be editing. Uh, pod uh podcasts you could be editing a docuseries you could be doing all sorts of different stuff instead you get to watch kelenic go one for 11 uh or one for 17 with 11 strikeouts so here so here's the thing um <laughs> i start watching at about 10 p.m when i finally have free time we're recording at 10 38 mind you yeah okay yeah. um and that time before this was spent with my wife. We only get about an hour my after wife. the kid goes down. Okay. And our kid, bless her heart, loves to quote unquote read. She just says what she remembers when we read the story out loud. Doesn't ask for us really Does at she, all. Doesn't she sing but, too sometimes? Oh, she absolutely sings because she's all into Frozen. I, I know the Moana You're Welcome so, song mm. by heart, even the rap. Mm. Um, so. For me, it is I don't have me time until much later into the evening. Yeah, that makes you can't really you can't really fo- and you can't now. focus on shit when your kids just singing and whatever in in the bedroom. I mean, at least you can relax, but you can't mentally check out, right? 
So what I do at about 10 o'clock is I turn the game on, but it's peripheral. It's mm-hmm. like putting on Friends during the pandemic. It's just right, on yeah. in the background. I need something familiar and comfy. That's how I and watch it's on every movies. night, and I'm not invested. But if something happens, I, I, tune, I, I refocus. Julio yeah, hits 436 home run. I'm going to jump back 10 seconds, rewatch. I want to be caught up. I want to be abreast. I want to listen to sports right. radio and know what the hell's going on in the morning. My commute Oof. is like an Which hour and a half. Which sports radio are you listening to right now? Because I, I only I only listen to the Brock and Salk show. Oh, gosh, I can't can't do it. Salk used to be the best guy on the radio, and ever since he went away to Boston and came back, he is just the worst. Oh, eh. He's worst opinions. He's just a douche. Yeah. I don't I, see I many morning shows anymore. Well, I don't know. They they tend. I, I, I don't, the, he doesn't bother me, and and Brock doesn't bother me either. No, I like um, I like Brock most of the time. Although he's gotten more hardened hardened in his ways, and but that's true everywhere. And Softy's showing off his conservative side now in KGR on his show. So yeah, well uh, then I wouldn't listen to that. But and and mind you, I it's about forty five minutes a day, and I skip through a bunch. I usually just cover what they t- when they talk about the Mariners or the Seahawks. Because that's all they talk about that I give a shit about. It's the seven ten doesn't talk about the Sounders, and that's the, why no. they're no longer the the flagship station. Oh, well, they're not seven ten anymore. Well, I mean, Seattle they were. Sports Radio. Oh, but it's still seven ten a.m. Oh, is it really? I don't know. I listen to podcasts. Anyway, digressing. Oh. Digressing. I don't. I don't choose to watch the Mariners over everything else I could be doing in my life. It's at the end of the freaking night. Yeah. And sports like the, in general. When I'm Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, I'm watching that at 10 p.m. Falling fucking asleep, especially in the Western Conference Finals. But even in, the, even in the semi, I'm keeping up with the finals. Yeah. Uh, I just but if I'm out of it, I'm out of it. Chicken nugget, no, Jokic. I just... Bleh. Hey. And the <laughs> fact that Denver might win a championship is just the grossest thing ever. They should I, never, I mean, I'm rooting for Miami. For, ever be for for that Mutumbo lying on the court in Seattle with the ball after they knocked off the Sonics when we were the number one seed. The one year Michael Jordan wasn't in the league. The one year the Sonics could have won the championship and they get knocked out in the first round. The first team ever they get knocked out in the first round. Leave it to you to somehow circle it back to Sonics and why and and, and that's the root cause of why you hate whatever we're talking about. And also why I know you. <laughs> Yes. Um, should we get to our scuttlebutt? Let's talk about scuttlebutt. Uh, talk. Jude Bellingham signed this amazing deal in Real Madrid. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> that was completely upstaged. That should have been the biggest news in the soccer world today because he had this amazing contract. For Who the Real fuck Madrid. are you talking about? Jude Bellingham, Jude- one of the top players in the world who from Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund? I can't His even His name say is his Jude name. Jude Bellingham? Yeah, he's one of the top players on the England national team. How did I not know? Okay. Uh, I don't well, know. I don't, I don't, I don't like – I, I don't watch EPL. Oh, he was in Germany. He's he's on the England national team. But anyway, oh, Borussia Dortmund uh, is what you were saying he's on? Okay. Yeah, well, so anyway, so he signed with – They paid £107 million pounds for him. So Who it Borussia was, Dortmund uh, did? Yeah, it's one of the most expensive transfers in the history of both Real Madrid and Dortmund. No, Dortmund sold them for hundred. Sold them to RL or yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah, so okay, that cool. should have been the biggest sign. I mean, this is one of the top young players in the world. You know, record club signing, but something else happened. Yeah, and I'm actually going to do something I haven't done on this show before. But since I have 
nothing important going on professionally that would be related to this podcast, Mr. President. I am going to smoke a little bit of weed because this news is some big ass news. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I just want to smoke a little bit because I never have. Um, No, I have in my life, but not on the show. So I want to I want to go over messy Lionel Messi, and that's some liquid death. I see. Mm -hmm. Um, Joining your. Seattle Sounders, <laughs> former <laughs> head of scouting, head scout, <laughs> head scout, new team, former Inter Miami, uh, right back. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Messi is joining your Seattle Sounders, former head scouts, new team, Inter Miami, and it's like all but official, right? And yeah, here he comes my sound if, effect. They still have to. Ooh. Smoking a joint, by the way. Classy, classy, old school. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he and the contract isn't done. They need to finish that, but it's all but done. So he announced that Miami is where he's going to go. And actually, can I read his, or at least a quote that he has? Okay. I made the decision and I'm going to Miami. It is not finalized 100%. There are a few things left, but we decided to continue down this path. If Barlar, if Balartha, if if Barcelona didn't work out, I wanted to leave Europe, get out of the spotlight, and think more about myself. By the way, me- Messi, FYI, you will always be in the <laughs> fucking spotlight. You are Lionel Messi. You moving to out of the spotlight is creating another spotlight. Right. So- if he wanted to be out of the spotlight, <laughs> he would have signed for uh, like Columbus or something. He wouldn't have signed for Miami, which is one of the three cities in the United States that you're in the spotlight. Yeah. Sure. Along with New so, York and LA. <laughs> and I also, I also find it is interesting that like the contract's not finalized yet. Cause it's not just, I'm signing to play for your team. Here's my wage. Here's my salary. Mm, no, he, yeah. M- Apple is involved in supplementing his, and, and I don't know the details of this. It's just what I've read. You might actually know more just because, you know, He's getting a share. You read of a lot more than I do. The new subscribers. Okay, so, there's that. There's yeah. there's that, and there's also Adidas. Yep. Okay, and also you know what getting was announced on Monday? What's that? Apple TV has been green light to do a Lionel Messi's docu series. So he he wasn't gonna go to Saudi Arabia for half a billion dollars because he's probably getting a billion fucking dollars from Apple. And Adidas wasn't, wasn't and it MLS combined. Wasn't it actually a billion? Oh, I, I saw something was like five hundred and fifty-two million. But wow. I also didn't know who Jude Bellingham was. I mean Jude Chuckanut? Jude yeah. Puyallup? Yeah. Jude <laughs> Jude, 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 Jude Bellevue. <laughs> Sorry. Jude Law Dreamy. But anyway, so yeah, I don't know exactly what that was. That's that's one thing I saw, but you, you probably know that. It no, was, I mean, but I, he's going to make I, plenty of money not living, living in Saudi Arabia, right? Like it's, I, the question that I have for you about this is: is this good for the league? And also, I want to we forgot let's mention every team had to pay as well to bring him here. Yeah, because it's a. 
what do you call the league? It's a a single entity. No, single, yeah, but, single entity. But is every that team part? put money in. Well, I mean, okay, so uh, I, I see where that's leading, and that basically me answering or that would answer your question. Uh, but also, Raze Jose on our Discord show, mm-hmm. uh, link is in the show notes. How does Messi to Miami deal change MLS, and where do we move to better things from? And where do we move to better things from this deal? I think we know what he's saying. So, well, but that's it, that, and that's that's what you're asking. Me. That's what you're asking me. So I just want to I want to shout out one of our our yeah. listeners for asking the same question. Okay, so I I, I will say I, this though I I real quick I don't like the fact that the Sounders had to pay for Messi to play for Inter Miami. Okay, that's two things. That's but two I'm not. Things. That's one thing. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention. I mean, that's that doesn't determine what I think about the MLS and whether this is good for the MLS. And that's why I'm saying it's two things. Yeah. That's two conversations. Um, you, I, I can like that he's coming to MLS. And then on a separate conversation, I do not like that clubs in general, but my club had to pay for it. Yeah. Um, was it had to? Was it a, was the, so if we talk about the clubs paying, was it a, all clubs had to unanimous, unanimously agree that they were going to put money in or they were contractually as part of the single entity have to because the league the decided that this. I think every club had to. They were forced to by the league, I'd guess. That's, there's been no news okay. on that. So but that's every, true. That fucking sucks. And if yeah, it's money out of our did. coffers, that, that then I don't like that. No. Clubs should have to pay, whether it's through the league or not, that should be 100% their cost. Right, because if right. it if if, it if we it find shouldn't. out that this affects, you know, it might not. I know we're not the biggest financial club, right? We've talked about that before. We're not New York City FC. We're not, we're not York, LA we're not Galaxy Atlanta, or LAFC. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. We'll never but, be able to. But we, money. but we aren't one of the tadpoles no, of this league we're, we're financially have. either, we're right? Have. We we have, have money. Yeah, we we have money. Yeah, but this could affect how, and if if we come to find out that the financials show that there might have been a signing, say, name small team, Cincinnati, had to, could have could have gotten a player they could have paid for, or a type of player or a level of player they could have play, paid for, but because of this deal they can't because their budget is so much smaller than, than ours and other clubs. So it affects the league unevenly. But it, well, here's but the, the entire league as a whole does benefit from a profit standpoint. Every game that Messi comes to is going to be fucking sold out, right? And so the East Coast, <laughs> so, who will so play every, them more regularly, they yeah. they should have to pay more. And we know no details in this because they're going to play him more often. So All maybe, those teams that play him will make way more money than they had to pay ultimately. I think because. And ticket sales often, not for every team, but on some teams, correlate directly to transfer budgets. Okay. So there's a so, rational explanation for it that I'm not mad. So not all, we don't have all the information, so I don't think no, I can actually form it, an so opinion of how angry I am but, but, about this but, or happy. Let, let's go back to the other question, which is, do you think Messi is good for a league? And I want to lay out a couple of things okay. for you to think about before you answer it. One. Lay out in front of me, Cameron. For 25 years or so. Maybe maybe twenty years. Yeah. The MLS has been trying to say we are not a retirement league. Mm-hmm. David Beckham was an anomaly. We have this is MLS. You know, since the Sounders have been in, this is MLS two and now we're in three mm-hmm. technically. Like you're no longer finding players that can just retire here 
and and like think they're going to have a cakewalk. Yeah. Like this league is more than that. And yet they bring in Messi. On the other hand, you have the largest, biggest, most exciting player in the world deciding to come to the MLS, which is only going to raise more money for the teams he plays against in his team, more more subscription money for Apple, more uh, jersey sales, and just and and mind you, the money for jersey sales or any merch you buy only goes to your club if you buy it through. Yeah, that's an important thing to say. The club store, not online. If you go if you to MLSSoccerSoccer.com, you're giving it to MLSSoccerSoccer.com. Yeah, so MLS is going to get a ton of money, but you know maybe that's good too in some ways because they can invest in academies or something. I don't know. But so what? What do you? Where do you fall in this line of? Is it good or bad for for the the, the league? I don't definitely don't think it's bad. I mean, what you you're out you're you're. I believe you were giving your your pros and cons, and you're laying it out in front of me. Yeah. Uh, to as as of maybe where you lie on this, um, I don't think the hypocrisy is a big deal. It is just things they said, but then you got to take that with a grain of salt because when something like this is at your doorstep, you're going to make it happen. This is arguably the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. who. Scored 16 goals and had 16 assists this season in 32 matches at 35 years old. He's LeBron James, not yeah, in yeah, physical stature, but harder in, opponents than than the MLS. Yeah, I, well, not, than not the MLS. The yes, I mean, I, <laughs> not all the teams. Well, I bet we could beat some of the lower teams in the French first division, but well, only because, what, I also want to say 32 matches. He's 35 years old. Yeah, that's that's a season. Yeah. That's a fucking and season. he played in the so this, World Cup, and he played. He, in he won the League. World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> this this yeah. dude's not using a walker into this league. Neither was David Beckham, and look what he did to this league. Right? Their Pirlo um, is an argument Robbie in the Keane. other. Robbie Keane, older, Robbie Keane was played great right. for the league, yeah. though. Yeah, but and then Pirlo came in and was a dud, right? And there are and, and same team, David, uh, brain fart, Barcelona. Yeah, Silva. Right, Silva. No. Not no, Silva. David Silva was good. Um, God. Brain fart. Yeah. We know what you're talking about. Stop yelling at your speakers, everyone. We know. We should know this. Um, brain fart. It's, it's 10, but, 53 but, at night. Come on. Yeah. So that thing that is immaterial, that that's kind of – there's some hypocrisy to it. I mean, it, Frank but, Lampard but, was not great when he came. Yeah. So And I love Frank Lampard. And, and if, a few of these names you said have been in 3.0 or at least 2.0 MLS that you were just talking about. But either way, it doesn't hurt the league, and it does – I mean, from everything we've already talked about, it does help the league. From attendance to just to, – to revenue in all aspects of how this league makes money and how these teams make money. So I'm sure what the teams will get back – is far greater than what the cost was. And I do hope it was, there was some rationality behind what the club said to put in to get Messi here. I am fucking going to be at the first game he plays the Sounders. Which isn't like, this year, unless it's, I, unless it's oh, the MLS it? Cup. Ooh. We don't play them. Okay, yeah, that's, we can play them that's in kind of cool, Cup. actually. The only opportunity we might see Messi play, because he could retire, you never know, um, 
is because he'll bring up whatever did Miami to the MS Cup. He's gonna fucking he's gonna score two goals a game. He's gonna he's gonna whoop on some of these East Coast. It'd be teams. like if we got in Drogba in his prime when he first was gonna come over, and Seattle was a rumored t- place for him. Shit, to come. even when he was with Montreal, if he, we had him for those years, he yeah. was he was. I mean, he was Blaze on steroids. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, he True. was I mean, still good for a couple of I years. Think I agree with you. Uh, I'm I am bothered about the fact that we the league spent so much time moving away from being a retirement league, and then they're putting it all in on this. But, but I this think is, the entire a, world can forgive you for signing right. this player because it's messy, right? It, I don't player. think they would do it for any of the other players. Messy, you know. I was talking to a friend. Gareth Bale though is like a come on, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, and he was still good, but yeah. he, I mean, he's what same age? Well, he's going to be playing for Wrexham soon, I think. Oh yeah, uh-huh. he's gonna come out of retirement. Uh, but but you know, I was talking to a friend today, and she was like, "Messi's just gonna get run over in this league because this isn't a finesse league like it like the ones he's used to playing in." And a lot of players have found that hard to deal with was the fact that you get you get beat up and knocked down, and they're not gonna give you that. Will be ball. interesting. So he's gonna need some adapting. But I think, you know, I think my thought is he is skilled enough to handle that. And the big mm-hmm. problem is going to be if there's other people that can service the ball to him or other people who can hit the shots when he services the ball to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet I'm, I'm excited. I agree here. Here's one of the reasons though, is it's inner Miami. Uh, we, we have the connection with Chris Henderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got, Do you think they'll trade him now. <laughs> just, uh, just make the headlines and then immediately Seattle? trade him to Seattle. No, they would for... send him to Garth in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and Atlanta is about to make a big signing. I think they're signing a PSG defender. So I, I'm in major FOMO right now with the Sounders, but that's a different story that we'll get to later. Um, but I, you know, I think overall it's good. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen Messi play in person twice at CenturyLink Field. Uh, I don't know if it was CenturyLink both times. Um, he played. I like think Barcelona. it was still. I think it when that first time was still CenturyLink. It was only yeah. Seahawks State. Or oh, you're thinking Quest. It was Century. Yeah, it was whether it was Quest or CenturyLink. I don't. 2009. I don't know when it flipped. But um, you know, I saw him play for Barcelona against the Sounders. Um, you know, I saw him play for Argentina there. So uh, I've seen him a couple times. Um, I, I'd love to see him again. And if he had signed for New York. Or L.A. or you know Portland, <laughs> he would. No one's doing. They're not doing that. No oh one's God. like, let's go live in Portland. <laughs> messy, messy walking down Morrison. <laughs> hey, oh, that, that's probably oh, you know, this that's is probably where Elliot book. Smith did heroin right here. <laughs> okay, um, we should move on to new scuttlebutt. But yeah, okay. But I, I mean, I think overall, thumbs up, thumbs up, yeah. thumbs up. I'm going thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs you up. know, I have I have some qualms about it, but but overall, thumbs up. I don't hate I don't hate Inter Miami. You know, if they're successful, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, having him in the future as an owner of a team will be awesome because maybe he'll buy the Sounders and then give us a bunch of good players. That's a stretch, but well. All right, so let's wrap up uh, the Messi Soccer League conversation. Oh, actually, before we wrap that up, Nicholas on Discord, do you anticipate a similar growth in the league with Messi that resulted after the league signed Beckham? Do you think, real quick, there would be? So, yeah, this is something that I wanted to talk about. That's the big question because there are established stars now. There are established teams the question will be, will people that come to watch Messi 
come back to watch their local team. It'll build it'll build Inter Miami into a, one of the biggest teams in the world in terms of merch sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No question about that. They'll become the most viable team in the NMLS. Absolutely, like they're going to skyrocket ahead of all the other teams. But I don't know if a casual person comes to a game in the general MLS in Houston, let's say, watches Messi and then goes, yeah, I think I'll come back and watch Houston play. Might work in a place like Seattle or Atlanta, where it's places where compelling Portland, where compelling products are being put on the field. But in mediocre teams, I don't, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it will do that. I think they'll come watch Messi and then leave. Same question around like uh, the. So league. you're saying that'll happen to Miami? No, Miami will grow. People show up in Miami and watch them continually and become so fans. You're, so you're saying I'm talking about all the when, other teams when Messi touches the teams that are smaller market, right? Right when he's playing, you don't, you don't think that'll stimulate their growth? No, like Johnny just, Appleseed or it. I or hope something. it does, but I just don't think you know. Average so, Joe coming to watch Messi is going to stick around and come back to another game where he's not playing. I got you. So to Nick's point, did Beckham do that? Yes. I think to a degree. Because the so, league was so, so new. People Beckham were like, was oh, more of a Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. Like now, soccer, everyone knows that teams exist. It's not like Messi's more Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> The, yeah, yeah. The small, I mean, he, the small ass town he showed up in is still a small ass town when he left. Right. The, when the circus left. Yeah, and and I hope that's wrong. Okay. But I mean, we'll see the same thing with the Leagues Cup. Is when we're bringing in these teams from Mexico, is it in the av- average casual fan comes because they want to see this? Will that will that yeah. get them them to come? That's back interesting. Games? I didn't think about it like that, and that'll be, uh, I guess, the good tell. Is it? Yeah, maybe it will. Maybe I mean it definitely will after. for some cities, right? Yeah. Like if someone hasn't been going to Atlanta games and they show up to watch Messi, and then realize how much fun it is to go to Atlanta games because it's such yeah. a cool atmosphere, they're going to come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you better uh, get your marketing and PR work going, small market teams, before he shows up, just to like. Get your Sounders season tickets now, just in case Messi comes next yeah, year. Email everybody that they should have Sounders season tickets. Um, do you know where I got that Johnny Appleseed and Barnum and Bailey analogy, which I think was I very fitting? It, it was from I, this um, type of marijuana that I purchased called Gary Payton. Oh, so yeah. I, I thought you would appreciate that. We have Gary Payton at the spot down the block from me. I saw on Leafly. Yeah. I haven't bought it yet, though. Oh, well... Thumbs up as well on that scuttlebutt. Yeah, it's working out. Uh, analogies are going well. Let's uh, let's on, move on to the next one. That is Champions League. Mm. Well, I should say Champions Cup. It is now, as of Tuesday, yeah. I think at least the news dropped on Tuesday, right? That this is no longer the CONCACAF Champions League. This is the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Yep. And, and-, and the prize pool went up to $5 million hmm. from $1 million. So this means that the Seattle Sounders are the only MLS team ever to win CONCACAF Champions League. Yep. You know, what's interesting is it used to be called the Champions Cup before. Yep. So now, no. so so now LA Galaxy are technically the only MLS team to win no. the Champions Cup. DC United won it twice. Oh, was that in the 90s? Yeah, the so 90s. they have it too. Uh, I, the 90s doesn't count, though, right? Because 
you know, here's here's my question. <laughs> here's my question about it. Okay, penalties were weird. New in the 90s. looks cool. I'm gonna miss the group stage games, but they've been going away from those for a while. Uh, I just like you know being able to see those teams at home. That's a, and well, that was always a cool. I guess you still have the opportunity to travel, but yeah, to but like yeah, it'll be home and away. I'm sure for the yeah. games, but I guess that was a stupid comment. I, and I <laughs> I think about that. Like it's the Libertadores Cup, right in South America. Yeah, it's and always so fun it's more to, in line with to that. Say that but on I, a recorded microphone. Libertadores. I don't speak Spanish. That's the closest I can get. I can say it in French. I think maybe. I said mine. I think mine was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Libertadores. Now I but, picked it up. I'm thinking more. <laughs> Here's the thing: is I like it being called Champions League because I do too. UEFA Champions League is like mm-hmm. the biggest champ. Like that's biggest. That's any. It's bigger than any league. More mm-hmm. people watch that than any single league. On a on a um, per capita basis, obviously yeah. not on a total basis, but um, so yeah, I, I it, that part bums me out. But new format, more money. Uh, I, I don't hate it. I, 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 the the problem with it has always been though that it is a preseason for us, so it makes it really difficult. And then, but then it took so long. So I haven't looked at the calendar. I hope they're not just playing those back to back. That it's still going to be as long of a tournament. Because it used to start in the previous year and then start again yeah. at the beginning of their season. And so I don't know the changes they're going to make. I didn't look that deep into it. Uh, I just I. looked it over. So um, I, I, I don't love it if it's going to hurt the MLS in that way. But Considering uh, the MLS is like 25% of all teams like from that represented like the teams and there's five of them five mls teams that's what i'm trying to say six liga mx's two too small to read canadian premier league canadian championship gets one u.s open cup gets one yeah so i mean the caribbean cup and central american cup there's three and six there's nine okay yeah so about 20 25 percent i don't know why i decided to do that math but I had a picture that I had the breakdown. So, so this is from uh, CONCACAF itself. Um, beginning with the 2024 edition, the CONCACAF Champions Cup will replace the Champions League as the premier men's continental tournament, which crowns the club champion of the region and provides qualification route to the new and expanded FIFA World Cup. The name CONCACAF Champions Cup, World. which is part of a full rebrand. Uh, club oh, World Cup. Yeah, Club World Cup. Uh, and modern It'd be kind of cool if the Sounders were just in the actual World Cup. Sorry, is <laughs> <laughs> inspired by the tournament's rich history. Blah blah blah. Since 1962, when the first iteration of the tournament was formed, 30 different clubs have won this title. Uh, the original Continental Club competition in Concacaf had the same name through its 61-year heritage from 1962 okay. to 2008. So that's where I mean they're going back to that sentimental, and and at least there's a little more from a 30,000 foot perspective of the entire history of this tournament it's better to have a more consistent name change it now so champions league's a little blip but i, I and there's 20 22 teams in it, it. 22 yeah. teams uh they have three from the caribbean cup six from the the central american cup three from the league's cup Six from Liga MX, five from MLS, two from the Canadian. I literally uh, just said this. One from the U.S. Open Cup and one from Canada's Cup. I just said that. 
Right, you said twenty five percent, but you're you're not you're missing well, something. But no, I went down uh, the quantities of all the. Cl- oh, did you? The well, teams. Yeah. Here's the thing: is would you did give that, me though? credit? What? Here's the thing: the leagues cup, those could all be MLS teams if the final three or however they do it is, are MLS teams. Okay. So you could end up with far more MLS. I mean, in the U.S. Open Cup, so five, six, you could end up with nine of the twenty two teams being, uh, from the MLS in theory. If we dominated the League's Cup and... Right. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, so so that would mean the chances of advancing are hopefully a lot better. But, uh, yeah, so it starts at round one, then round of 16, quarterfinals, semifinals, final. Oh, so it's just like... Um, it's actually the same as the TBL playoffs that are going on right now. And the Superhawks are in now in the quarterfinals. That actually... Um, what did... Oh, 27 total clubs. 22 play round one and five get a buy. Okay, this is what I, I was looking for. Um, LAFC also just lost. So more scuttlebutt. They what, lost yesterday? Today? Yes, the day before. Day before? Um, yeah. um, and the second the leg of the final. I, what? Yeah. Did you see I the didn't see they put up no. before the game? No. <laughs> they put up a TIFO before the game down, of course, on aggregate, two to one, that said, finish them. <laughs> oh, no. LAFC did that. Yes, like Ugh. a like a um, you know uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were a losing, and B did the opposite. They got finished. It's like they were telling Leon to finish their own team. Yeah. Okay. It's too funny. So yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is I didn't really Eating care one crap. way or another, but I was pretty happy when LAFC lost. In the end, like I, realized, I was, yeah, I, I especially once they changed the name. Uh, yeah, I before I knew they were changing the name, I was totally. I don't want anyone else from the MLS doing this. <laughs> like I just, we did it. I want to keep doing it if we every chance we have. Um, I mean, I just I'm club over league. Like I don't. I don't really care that much. Um, however, I do want our league to do well. Um, that's why yeah. you signed Messi. So we can keep winning Champions League. Or just be gifted uh, Club World Cup entry for the next... Well, well, isn't that where... Isn't 2026 we're in it? Club World yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, Lyon, us, I think Monterey, and then whoever wins next, the, the, the new one next year. Mm, yeah. Um, and then there are some more Discord scuttlebutt questions, unless uh, you don't want to move on. But these, I think, all relate to pretty much what we're going to talk about, which is Sounders for the second half of La Program. Yeah, I, I mean, do I do I have any other thoughts on this? Um, no, I mean, we I mentioned think it was five million dollar pot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. So uh, I'm, uh, you know, if it if it brings back the history. Um, you know, maybe we should talk about the, the corruption history of, of the of CONCACAF along with it. But, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting – oh, here's what I'll say. Is here are the teams – I was right uh, about Monterey and Leon. But here are the teams that have qualified. Al-Hilal, who uh, – that's the team that beat us, right? Yep. Uh, the Urawa Red Diamonds from Japan. Al-Ali – oh, wait. Al-Ali beat us. Uh, the, Al, yes. Al Halal was on the other side of the bracket. Uh, Why Dad Casablanca 
because they won CAF. Uh, Why Monterey, that? Seattle, Lyon, Palmeiras, Flamingo, Chelsea, and Real Madrid. Why dad is what my daughter says 500 times a day. Why dad? Just, you triggered me for a second. I was like, why You should get her a why dad jersey. Why dad? She calls me dad. She's three and a half. I get daddy and dad ass sometimes, but dad, weird coming from a (laughs) 24 inch tall human. Um, human. Not so much. Anyway. um, Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's those are the teams exciting Club World Cup. Woo! Let's talk Sounders. All right, let's talk Sounders. Chugga chugga choo choo. I don't know why. I said chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> like let's keep in my head I'm like, let's keep this train going. Let's keep this train going, chugga chugga choo choo. And just so randomly I said chugga chugga choo choo. Alright. <laughs> uh one, okay. The Sounders um are playing terribly. So let me recap just from a scoring perspective. Well one, I'll recap we just lost or Drew feels like a loss because it's boring and we we haven't been winning, um, and we. I really wanted to win that game, I'd, obviously, right? But we haven't beaten Portland in nearly three years. Um, At least we this, didn't lose. <laughs> it, it really felt like if we could beat them, nay, dominate them, that it would have, like, encapsulized or just bookended this bullshit two months we've had or month and a half, you know? Yeah. And then we could just start fresh kind of feeling. Like, it all, it all really started with Portland 4-1. And yeah. If it just could end with that and move forward, you, I feel like everyone's auras would be cleansed. You know what I'm saying? So, um, before you talk about the match, can I just did you hear the quote that Giovanni Savarese said, the coach of Portland, before uh, the match happened? Mm-mm, you know what? This is paraphrasing because I, I can't find the actual quote, uh, but he said, It's always good to play the Sounders because they seem to change our season into going in the right direction. I mean, not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Too shay. Um, hey, he's, he, he's got the upper hand. He's beating, he's beating our ass. A, a draw against Portland, especially when we just lost terribly to them. Absolutely. Especially at home is a loss. And yeah, I mean, emotionally people in the stadium felt fine with it because the guys gave their all. This wasn't like the previous. You, I I was not that. I didn't feel that way. But this wasn't the previous four or five games where it felt like dudes were just like, eh, whatever. Okay. Like everyone, like players, like gave every thing they could to try and win that game, and it just didn't happen. Uh, yeah, it certainly didn't. And yeah, they. I get they tried hard, but the game sucked. Sorry, the game was boring. boring. The the stats aren't fantastic. So Mm -hmm. if they were trying that hard and Portland was still just preventing us from playing our game, they didn't really they didn't really need to try to attack to win the game. They would have been they they would have been happy with a counter goal goes in, which very likely could have happened because that's what we have been doing, and that leads me to San Jose. I actually don't even remember if that was a counter um, when they scored, but they scored on us when they shouldn't have. And it was just another one of those. Just remember when 
uh, what was Kevin Bush? What was the San Jose keeper when Oba did the crazy ass? Yeah, like um, ten degree I'm, volley into the side it. net. I'm, uh, the reason I'm blanking on it was that was one of the few Sounders messages I missed early on, and it was because I woke up and so I have the autoimmune, autoimmune disease that attacks my intestines, and I'd eaten popcorn at uh, the watching the movie Godzilla the night before at uh, Cinerama and I ate too much and it blocked my intestines and I was like retching over the toilet and there was nothing there and I had to go to the emergency room. So I was, I was not at that match because I was at the emergency room. So uh, John Bush is his name, I believe. <laughs> was not expecting that. I'm sorry to trigger such a terrible memory, <laughs> but thank you for letting me know his name was John Bush. Yeah, I talked talk it through in my head. I love I that you ended with that too. You could have just... You know, not said that, and we could have kept moving. Yeah, um, this is how I teach too. You have to talk enough so that you can get the, what you were thinking about in your head, and then and then it works. And then after ten flushes, it finally went down. So the answer to the question was B, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, yeah, okay, what I was saying was what, what? Uh, these goals we've been giving up to shit teams. Yeah has left us with the John Bush face after eating too much popcorn at Godzilla. Yeah. And going home and retching. Yeah. Because that's pretty... Actually, it's like we're going to the Sounders games, eating popcorn, having your affliction, mm-hmm. and having to go retch in the toilet when we get home. That is what the Sounders are doing to us. Yeah. These are poor poor decisions from a tactical sense. San- tactical standpoint um and i'm not saying i know the answer it's just clearly systematically something's off so let me just go over our scoring prowess in the last since portland okay um and then i'll kind of peruse our discord questions because they're all about the sounders and sounders players and what we should be doing so they probably fall in line with our conversation i'll try to catch you if i if i don't i'm sorry discord members but thank you for sharing we have scored one goal in the last four matches Hmm. Seven in the last ten, and that's since April eighth. Didn't we have which like was seven in one game between? Not in one game. <laughs> we had we had we had four in one game, but still. <laughs> yeah, but I think we had three in the following or two prior. I think whatever. Yeah, but anyway, seven in the last ten. That's since April eighth. That's when we beat St. Louis three three nothing. The next game was Portland. We're three five and two in that stretch. Five losses. We do have three wins. But they're all, I think, one nothing. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> yes, we are. De- I think that says a, three, five, and two. I was surprised even at that. It feels like one, two wins, six, seven losses, or you know, three draws. That's what it feels like, right? I. It's hard to grasp back and say what was the third win. I remember Houston. At home, or I mean, we have eight wins. When we went home. to Houston, we won. No, in the last ten since Portland. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like dividing the season right now. Yeah. It, it, the season stopped at Portland and restarted after Portland. So we we were three five and two in that stretch. It feels like it's a, it would be a worse record only because our defense, even though these goals have been sometimes ridiculous and on the defense. And I think I made an argument that. It yeah, it was on them, but it shouldn't have gotten to that point. I think I've, I think I've made that because our midfield has been terrible. Yeah, but um, 
our defense has actually been playing pretty damn good from a holistic standpoint since Portland to give us two draws and three fucking wins, right? That's 11 points that, that I can, we haven't scored more than two goals. Well, in the, in the last four matches. Yeah. Well, so, and, in, and in that, in that stretch, we have uh, two losses. Oh wait, no, that's Charlotte. We have, yeah, two losses, a win, and a draw. Gross, gross. Charlotte has three losses and a win in that stretch. But and Charlotte, and you said that. Charlotte's next. Why? Right? That's why you're talking about them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading Discord here. Um, so what are we missing at the moment? Because we haven't scored, says Raze Jose, since I was just talking about those. Go transitions. I think we're missing a competent midfield right now. And and um, you Which saw crazy the difference. To say. Last, I agree with that. Yeah. You saw the difference last game when Christian came on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think one of our biggest problems, and they both have different strengths and weaknesses, but ultimately one of our biggest problems is that Rusnak and Nico essentially should be playing the same position. And so we're trying to fit them on the field at the same time. Yeah. We're trying to fit two of them on the field. Right. And And the the lack of the ability of the other one in their position is causing some disjunct between (laughs) how we move the fucking ball around and how we stop the ball. And Nico, I agree. He started out with a good game against Portland and had some great passes. And he, I was like, wow, Nico's looking good. That didn't last the whole game. He looked terrible by the end of it. He was making terrible passes and mad decisions. Mm-hmm. It was um, – I think. well, I think we also – Freddie, you could argue Freddie was dropping back that last game because he wasn't getting service. But you had Chu running up the left side and then having no one to cross it to because Freddie was playing center attacking mid and not forward. Mm -hmm. He's if you're playing striker, play fucking striker. That or your wing needs to collapse, not collapse in, but play play instead of going all the way to the needs to cut in. But, but Leo Chu is the one that's best at delivering right now. And we don't have a, a, a right wing player. Like we don't, I'm sorry that well, Tevez. I like Tevez, but he's he's like, not it. He's not it now. And and uh, yeah, Reed Baker Whiting is 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 great, he's and, and he's fantastic. He's not there. He's not what we need right now. And and <laughs> he was not great in that in that last game. No. So whereas Cody Baker, once again, I apologize for just calling you a dude, Cody Baker. You're not just some dude. You should be starting every game if you keep performing. Like, so I'm a, I'm a Laker fan, and Austin Reeves. If anyone watches the NBA, is is very similar to Cody Baker. He's getting it. He's he's better than you. You, you can't believe that the the player you're watching is actually is is as good as he is. And I'm not saying this guy's a world beater, but I'm very impressed with Cody Baker thus far. Right, and he gives but, his. I mean, you see him collapse he, at the end of the game. He gets his ass beat. Yeah, <laughs> he's been getting some tough. But he also sticks it and, to the other players too. Like he's not afraid. Yeah, I wish he stood up a little bit more against that little. By the remember the corner flag area, yeah, where the dude like shoves him on his way up, kind of thing, like stepping over him. I forget exactly what happened, but he was clearly asserting his dominance over Cody Baker, the kid. And Cody does stand up for a second, but he does look away when the guy stares him down, and then he looks back. And you got you got to you just you stop moving and you watch them walk. 
and make them look funny. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm teaching my daughter. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Cody Baker's been great. Um, I think you were I, – I agree with you in the midfield issue. Um, I think we have a forward issue right now too, but I don't know if that's going to last because but what ideas did look okay. So here's my thing with Ladero. One of the best midfielders in the league statistically for the first, basically since till Portland, and it's kind of been fading off. I don't know the numbers in my head, but um, I know that he was fantastic. He had a lot of rest. We had most of our players available from Christian. Right, playing that entire time we were wreaking havoc. Um, and he was doing his old Nico self running all over the field. That catches up with him because mm. he is his age. Like, we can't, like, you can't just ignore that. And I think that's what we're seeing because if he was playing that at Cam 10 and also running all over the place, um, he's ab- absolutely more effective than chasing everything from that position because then you're not supporting the rest of the midfield and i don't think he can do that for a full 90 anymore and i think but they don't sub him off yeah i mean i i I don't think he should be a starter anymore i i agree i think he should think of him as that i think is how good he would be that i think is a systematic switch because things are just they're just not good they're there's i don't think a new players and is something we are going to do at least from a, it's gonna a Nico Rui Diaz kind of splash, Oba splash. Nothing like that's gonna, I think, gonna happen, unless you know something because I certainly don't. No, but that doesn't feel like the vibe, and it's never. We're not in that position right now financially <laughs> to be able to do that, and this is a drastic change. So something they gotta I, move Ariaga, man. They gotta. I just don't. Yeah, get but it. He, but he, that's not a make or break for. That's a lot of money, though. That, I mean, that it, that frees it? up a ton. They need. They need. Does he make need... a mil? No, 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 no. Of course yeah. not. He, he's, so but... what I'm talking about is players that we've signed that make a couple million dollars. Right, but most right? of them are. Tam- We're not going to or... do that. Right, but we don't need to worry about them because we... they don't count against the cap space. Well, I am just saying we, that we have about... the players to be a good team. Do we? Yeah, we have. I think so. When everyone's available, we absolutely do, and that you can't, you can't build a roster off injuries. I mean, we're gonna find out Saturday. It sounds like every. Uh, wow. What are you reading? Uh, he's making seven hundred thousand dollars, Ariaga. I mean, I don't like that. <laughs> that. I mean, that's that's enough to sign a TAM player. You can sign a player and pay down. From a, or, go- like a goose. Mm, I miss you. I miss yeah. you, goose. Yeah, I mean, that's that's enough to sign a player that would make a huge difference for yeah. a, a backup who has only played in an emergency situation. So Jordan Morris, who was expected to be up three to four weeks, may be back. And so the only person, okay. person we're missing is uh, potentially is um, – Soto? How do you pronounce his name? The the really young kid uh, that we that we signed um, up from. Uh, oh, he's the a local kid. Yeah, Sota Sota Kitahara. Yeah. Uh, so he's the only oh, person okay. that's for sure out, and 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 Jordan's questionable. So in theory, on Saturday at Charlotte, we could have our full roster. Well, 
then there's no excuses. <laughs> that's right. a lot of that's a that's a lot of pressure on Brian. All right, stick to what we it, you know we believe to know is the right formation for these these players, the the right eleven for these players, and play a team that is okay, right? They're not as good. As, they're not as good as us in the record. No, they're ninth. They're ninth in the East. Yeah. Um, six, and eight, and three. Arguably, we're eight, six, we're eight, six, and three. The the East, except for the top couple teams, is always much worse than the West. I don't yeah. know why they, they don't seem to realize that. But like like the COVID year, if we got to play the same four teams in the East, like Philadelphia and Toronto did, we would have been supporter shield champions too. Like it's not even right. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's move forward a little bit. San Jose, Barf, Gross. We lost at home. Terrible. Glad I wasn't there. Portland, almost grosser. So that's our recent form. How do we get out of this? Um, should we play Raul a full 90? Asked Raze Jose. If he's ready, I think you gotta. I mean, clearly... I'm not as down on Hebert as everyone else because his expected goals is significantly higher than his goals, and so he's getting in the right positions, and it's just not happening for whatever out. reason. Freddie's aren't that high. So mm-hmm. I, I actually and, – and Freddie's proven that he can't play a full 90. Yeah, like, yeah, no. He's out of the question, but uh, he does But they, we moments. keep starting him anyways, which I, I just don't get. And yeah. maybe that was to give Hebert a break because they knew he was going to be starting against San Jose. I don't know. Or to um, come back and hit it full ninety after a what four week hamstring injury? Yeah, I mean. So I mean that's probably part of it. There's probably some sports science in there, but also the XGs are also frustrating yeah. <laughs> in this mm-hmm. situation right now when we need those goals. It'd be one yeah. thing if someone else was scoring and you had this issue, but like the Mariners, if Teosco Her- Teosco Teoscar Hernandez is leading the league in strikeouts, we need both Julio and Kellenic to fucking launch some bombs. I mean, the two other guys that are also in the top five in strikeouts in the league. I know. The top five in strikeouts. I know. I don't know how they haven't fired the hitting coach yet. But anyway, that's not Sounders talk. I, I, so Raul okay, should okay. play full 90, yes. I don't know if he'll play a full 90. I think he starts. Should he? Not w- will he. No, I don't think so. I would like to, us to sub him out in the 60th, 70th minute. Okay. I don't think he's he's not ready for full 90. We don't want to aggravate the injury. He, if he can, yeah, that'd be great. But hopefully we're up 3 nothing, and we don't even need to. Okay, uh, Patrick GC. If Rui isn't starting, you start Chu with Morris at the 9. You'd think so, but we're not doing that for some reason. Although Christian's back, so maybe that opens that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I do. You start that and sub in Rui? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think so. Because because based on the game, because he's not, he, I'm guessing he's not full 90 ready. Yeah. Based on the game, you could either do two forwards or you could just do a straight swap depending on what the score is. I feel like we're a game away from Rui Diaz being pissed off if he doesn't start. Like, he can, we can go this game, but with a full week off? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. You know, I think he will be a little peeved if he doesn't start, even though you might be right. I mean, dude, you're getting injured, like, 
farting at practice. So <laughs> can, <laughs> forgive us for being a little trepidatious about starting you. Um, he costs two fucking million dollars, right? Is he two million? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. More than He's, that. There's a couple commas, and that's all that matters. Um, Patrick, GC oh, also has a better question, yeah. but what? We forgot something earlier. We forgot something earlier. The Sounders, we were hoping. That Lewis that... Hamilton finished second. Yes. We were talking about more, or Russell, but. No, uh, Luis Suarez know. is also going to enter Miami. Is, is being Are you fucking widely. kidding me? Uh, and so this is Are guy, you? It's been a target for us for a long time. He's really oh. close friends with uh, Nico. Uh, but he's he's going to enter Miami. <laughs> <laughs> what? And they're trying to get Sergio buckets too, or however you say. It. I don't. I don't. Busquets. Buckets. Uh, oh, so they're so they're they're getting they're a 2016 Barcelona, Barcelona is what yeah, they're getting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I forgot that earlier. But that, that's Sounders news because so many Sounders fans for years have been on Suarez Wait. watch. Yeah, no, yeah, but not really, but yes, but there's a legitimate, there's legitimate, legitimate reasons to see it happening, but there was never a legitimate because right. he's out of contract after this season, rumor, and yeah, and so anyway, we were hoping that it so would. DeAndre isn't he a DB? A DP? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you said DB, so I was very confused. Like, uh, I don't think oh, yeah, football. No, he's not. Okay. Well, then um, I, he might be a TAM player. I, I, I don't know. They, they I, I doubt he's a DP because they have so many players on their team, but um, maybe he is. Because basically you can sign a DP and then pay them down to a TAM level with um, TAM. I believe that's the one. TAM, GAM. What if we team. get, what if we can somehow get DeAndre? be nice it's a lot of money over there uh, clearly though they're not paying for any of it um apple tv is happy to just bring all the players in um but so they they are their dps are pizarro campania camp campana campania and, and uh do they only have two dps they they might be only allowed two dps right now because they had five one year and they cooked the books and got in big trouble uh, and then they have a whole bunch and of then they've totally redeemed themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got Joseph Martinez. Cooked, I'm sorry. They cooked the books prior to this. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> They're scorching the books. Uh, yeah. This, this uh, is, I mean, they, they, they cheated. What the fuck they, is Miami right now? This they is, had this is more, so Miami. <laughs> they had, um, more DPs than they were allowed. Uh, so, Currently, DeAndre Redland's contract contract runs through the 2025 season with a club option to extend the 20. Well, they could trade him, right? Yeah, they could. Um, And it looks like he signed a five-year, $7.8 million deal, um, which Mm, uh, looks like an average salary of $1.5 million. So he... They must have used TAM money or uh, they must. Yeah, they must have used. It's GAM and it's not TAM. TAM is the name of the position. No, there's TAM and GAM. Yeah. Okay. I'm just targeted allocation money and general allocation money. And that's all I know. They use TAM money to pay them down from DP status. TAM level players are those next ones on the roster that are close to DP, but usually not quite. And you can use that money to pay them down to that level or you can just sign Mm -hmm. a player at that level. 
And general uh, so, is the other money. Yeah, so DeAndre could come. I just don't know. We'd obviously need to account for his contract in some way. That and, Yeah, uh, once you said that, I was like, I was just a pipe dream. I've right. just, no, there's a lot be, going on. He is kind of a look-at-me player. Yeah, spending that much be. money on a defender when we are not exactly. I agree a defense. I mean, we have a great defensive group, but we're not a defensive-oriented team. Mm-hmm. And Alex plays clearly better with his brother. Yeah. And that is unfortunate for Alex because Christian doesn't <laughs> need him, <laughs> right? But that, it, it, like, I I would like I don't someone know to look at like fault. Alex's fault though. I think it's that he's just been playing with his brother so long because Christian's always there uh, with the Sounders. That if he had time and a consistent player at right mid, because we kept changing it. If he had a that, consistent that's fair. player that's at right fair. mid, they could be that's fair. But there's clearly a force magnifier. Right. I mean, multiplier force multiplier. Yeah. You played um, with, with your brother, your blood yeah. brother that you've played with your entire life. Yeah. Um, of course. Because especially him, he's a younger one. That's why Christian doesn't need him. Um, That's right. Which younger actually, siblings, you suck. Younger siblings, the older ones are always the best. This bridge is something I was going to say until you wanted to finish your thought. And I'm glad we did because better question from Patrick GC. I was going to say, should Alex be starting or should it be Baker or RB dubs at RB? Okay. That that's confusing to read Patrick. Yeah. 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 Read uh, Baker Whiting at yeah. right back. Um, no, I think Alex clearly, you know, he had a few bad yeah. games, but overall his, I mean, I, I would choose Alex, Alex and, and Cody to be our two right back and left back. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing new who on as a super sub as well. Knew who? Why wouldn't he be starting? I want Cody Baker starting over him. Did you just say that and I didn't listen because I was reading yep. Discord? Mm-hmm. Love you. You're wearing pants, right? Because you still don't have a shirt. You weren't I am. You were naked last pants. episode. I'm not naked yeah. this episode because we won. I mean, yeah, we won. We won a game. Cameron, so sit can't... down. Sit down. Oh. <laughs> I can't. We won, so I can't go naked anymore. We have to go on another terrible run, and so I hope that I never have to go naked again. we got to stop having you say that you're naked. Or that you I'm might not. be naked. No, or that I'm you might wearing, be naked. Let's just I'm let's just get wearing, out of the naked Cameron talk. I'm wearing Forest Green Rovers shorts. What What do you drive a Subaru? <laughs> Got four wheel drive? You go to Chuck a Nut? Yes, I do actually. And it's an Impreza. Subaru, thank you very much. Yeah. Um Okay. That's about I think we've pretty much covered our Discord scuttlebutt that related to the Sounders and the Sounders portion have, of the show. Yeah, Should we talk about more. the CLT? I, uh, let's do. Let's let's talk about the clip before we get there. I have Watch one more language. question for you. One more question for you. Okay, I'm going to smoke to provide the best answer. Do you think it is time not to do it, but to start thinking about Steph Cleveland's future with the club and whether he needs to start? playing a little more often so that he can transition into the starter, say, next season. To be 100% honest with you, I don't care. And I should. Because oh. I actually think we probably – Steph, Steph Fry's been great. He's had his moments, but – Dude. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm biased. I mean, um, recency bias, but his, his distribution in the last game almost cost us multiple times, like – it was I but it is, was it was back to like early Sounders 
Steph Fry when he was just making gaff after gaff and costumes. Okay, fair, 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 fair. However, I don't see distribution as like some cognitive issue or degenerative, you're getting older issue. I think that is a hustle, 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 make a quick decision. We fucking suck right now. Let mm-hmm. me try to give you my part now that the ball is in my hands, literally. That's what I think is most of the issue. Stephen Fry, from a reaction standpoint, positioning standpoint, and direction standpoint, has provided eight shutouts this year. Is that right? Uh, I think that's right. He just had his 100th ever shutout for the Sounders. I mean, that is like me saying Messi had 16 goals, 16 assists at 35 years old. Stephen Fry is like 37, and he might have the most shutouts in the league. And, and, that isn't just him, but there have been some spectacular saves in each and every single one of those shutouts. Yeah, and so and I think he'll be only goal- given up our- fourteen goals in seventeen games. There you go. Still, and and the way that everything's been, so I think he'll be our keeper next year. I think he'll be good enough next year, which means Stephen Cleveland. I mean, he probably won't be. What did they tell him, like, why did he choose to resign? That's very interesting. That is that that is true. That is true, but you also need to hedge your bets from a managerial standpoint too. I mean, oh for sure, John I Schneider mean, does that for for the Sounders to sign him is a no brainer. But I, you know, he probably could have gone and started somewhere else. But he, I'm just saying that general managers that hedge their bets well clearly have a skill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so let's talk about Charlotte. Okay, let's talk about Lottie. Charlotte is a character in one of the princess stories I read. I think for my daughter, her name was Charlotte. So I'm going to call this team Lottie. I just Did she read have that. a web? No, it's not Charlotte's web. It was um, Tiana, the frog and the princess. Oh, that's a movie that I've she seen. She has a friend named Charlotte. They I've call her the Lottie. First, I've seen the first hour of it four times because I was uh, subbing a high school class and they told me to just put on that movie, but it wasn't long enough to watch the whole movie. So I've just seen the first hour four times. And I've seen it once <laughs> The first hour once in French as well. Oh, well, that'd be pretty cool. Actually, I should do just that like Bionic Man. I've never seen the whole thing. I've only seen the first hour. Yeah, starring Robin Williams. Let's talk about Charlotte. Now, this is our first trip. This is our first trip ever. Good job to Charlotte. Um, is it really? Yeah they uh, they've they came here last time last year. They're Where did you go people. last year? Nashville. Uh, Nashville. Oh, okay. So this this is our first time there, which is which is fascinating. Um, you know, they play in a, a place Thanks. where Seattle teams tend to succeed, but barely. The Seahawks, for some reason, go there like three out of every four years, and then we'll have one year off, and then we'll have a home game, and then we'll have another three straight years. Like I think well, Seahawks are going. It feels to that way, but literally that does not happen. But yes, no, it does. The Seahawks, yes. there was a time period where the Seahawks played there three times in five years and played here, them here one time. I, I, well, the playoffs must have been involved because that's not how the – anyway, that's not how the conference scheduling works, but we can talk about this another time. Um, there's no way that's possible. You can look it up, but let's not talk about it while we're recording for these poor people. Yeah, yeah. so so I, I'm just saying that the, the Seahawks tend to win there, but but at the very end – so I, I think this could be an interesting matchup, especially because both the teams are not great right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sounders, as we talked about uh, in their last 
we said four, but let's say five, went loss, loss, win, loss, draw, whereas Charlotte went win, loss, win, loss, loss. So they're coming off two straight losses, but have two wins in the last five games where we only have one. They picked up six points out of that. We picked up four. That's the most painful thing about that road trip is mm-hmm. the points. We lost five points at home. Ah, anyway, um, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know much about Charlotte. Um, I know they had the defender that passed away before the season, which was a super bummer. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a defender. I think we talked about it on the show. They had a defender who died in like a boating accident or something that was a young player that had previously played for Atlanta. Just, so, uh, if I'm not so, mistaken, but it's a second death that's been reported months later <laughs> to me <laughs> via you on this podcast. Grant uh, Wall, what? That was the big I mean that one uh, that is I everywhere. can't believe I did not know that. Like yeah. God, life's tough in Everett, man. I'm telling you. Casino Road. A few of you laughed. Yeah. Yeah. What okay, the Seahawks played 12, 13, and 14, three years in a row at uh, uh, that place, <laughs> Charlotte, in the same stadium. May I have your attention, please? For security reasons, we ask that passengers not leave any backpacks, luggage, packages, or other personal well, that shit just cut out on us. So yeah. uh, what the hell were you just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that similar to what the Seahawks went through, where it would take a, a late uh, bumble or error from uh, one of the Panthers players. I think this is going to be the same thing that happens in this, where it's going to be another 0-0 game, and it's going to be a late goal by whichever team uh, stays strong. And I, I think based on having all their players back, it's going to be the Sounders. So I'm thinking we're going to have a one nothing win. Is what is what I'm thinking. Well, that will one nothing win would be disappointing to me if we have mm-hmm. our best players available, and we're going against a team that I'd like to say that they're not playing well, so we should beat. Yeah, but, that's but we aren't playing well too. So but we well <laughs> we don't play well against the teams we should beat. That that I mean <laughs> like, that's so true. That that is what has been going on. So We've lost uh, that argument is moot. Yeah, we and keep saving careers. So the last, the last vestige of of what Brian Schmetzer thinks we this team can be is this opportunity right here. Everyone is available. You can stick to your guns, but if mm. we fucking fail, then your system is jacked and something's got to be fixed. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to say we're we're completely shifting, and that is Nico not starting. That's was- that's that's what I I think this game means. And I and and I don't know if we'll win or lose, but if we win, it better be by more than two goals, or at least more than one goal, because we haven't yet to have a multiple goal game in uh, two months. What did I say, April eighth, right? Is that true? Is that what I said? Yes, that's what Something I said. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless, it's definitely been a while, but I can't remember an hour ago. So I think that that needs to happen, and then we can start feeling better. Otherwise, if this is our best available and we can't win soundly or we can't win against this team, regardless if we're on the road, then we got a real problem. So this well, is a, there's a lot on this game, and I have no I don't idea know, which way it's going to go. I don't know how they determine it, but the Google, the Google win probability is 39% for Charlotte, 33% for Seattle, and a 28% draw. So the odds to them are on Charlotte winning the game. 
Well, so let me ask you something. Sounds know, like a that sounds like a home tip. <laughs> like it, uh, you know, because they're home. Yeah, I, I think that's but right. It, and you know what? The way we've been playing, I do think the match is probably even, and it, that might be it. The fact that they're at home. Yeah. I mean, we can't win at home. So <laughs> like, uh, yeah. That's anyway, true. that is that is score two goals true. and win the game, and I'm fine. Yeah, that's April what I'm saying. We We're fine if, if if you draw, lose, even win by one, nothing. Ugh, I'm not feeling confident. This if we be, drop this should, game, should... I know I I talked about Schmetzer and and being frustrated with him, um, but if we drop this game and he doesn't make major changes, do you think he's on the hot seat? Does this? Be, I mean, here's the thing: is all the teams around yeah. us keep losing. And I think, what are we? Are we in, we might be in fifth now on points per game. Uh, that's something that we'll have to look up here. But um, we still look good because we're still at the top of the table. Well, right? every, when everyone's allowed in the playoffs, yes. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not actually concerned about us making the playoffs. Really? We, we, um, even though we didn't make it last year? Well, at literally <laughs> over 50% of your conference makes the playoff. So yeah. as long as we're not that shitty... I mean, our defense has been giving us... Okay, I don't think we're going to play like this for the rest of the year. Something's going to change and we're going to be all right. Okay, yeah, because right now... But but I'm frustrated that it's not happening yet. It's like the Mariners. I still feel like this is a really good team, but you're executing everything terribly. Mm -hmm. Just find the... Or Mercedes in F1. Just... Can you just change your side pods? That's clearly the issue. Oh my God, you're fast now. Like... (laughs) Yeah. I, I think there is, and I'm not sure what it is for the Sounders, but it might be a Nico on the bench. It might be a Nico on the bench. But let's see what happens in Charlotte, and it could be everything fine for now. Yeah. If we well, went, after so, Dallas, after Dallas beat St. Louis tonight, two nothing. Uh, so I mean, this had large effect on the standings because Dallas is right behind us with the same. They're one point behind us with the same amount of. Uh, games played um in uh and so it it also helped i mean i think it helps us in some ways because now st louis is only one point ahead of us but they've but they've played less games right they've played two less games so uh we are currently uh third we're second in the standings but we're third in the table in points per game 1.59 dallas uh by losing, it helps us. Uh, I mean, by winning, it hurts us to 1.53, but it keeps us closer to the 1.87 from St. Louis. So, uh, so the teams weird that, that are okay. Like, yeah, right? It is so, weird because it's everything so glum. San Jose, Vancouver, and Minnesota all have a game in hand. Um, they are right behind us, 1.44, 1.31, 1.25. The big thing is going to be we've got to win in Vancouver now. We got to win at Charlotte. We got to win in Vancouver. We got to beat those teams that are right behind us in the standings. We're not going to Vancouver. Yeah, don't we? Don't we go there July eighth, like a month from now? Oh, July eighth. Okay, I thought in like the next couple games. Oh no, no what? No. We, okay. But I'm saying when we play those teams, we can't drop more points. Yeah, right. No, like, totally. It, the the not good teams need to be beaten. Right now, starting now, go- and then it starts with Charlotte. Yeah, we go to mediocre to bad teams need to be beaten. Then we go to LAFC. Then we are home for Orlando. LAFC will be fun. Yeah, we'll get into it in the next episode because we'll have a week, right? It's not Wednesday game, is it? 
Uh, it LAFC. is on six twenty one. Uh, so it oh, is. Yeah, we're fine. We have uh, eleven days between. Is there is that oh, an international shit. break or something? I wonder why we have eleven days. And then we get to July where we have four matches, and then hmm. suddenly there's a huge break for League's Cup. Market yeah, calendars, weird. July thirtieth. Uh, the uh, Monterey is playing here in Seattle. Yeah, that's weird. August twentieth. Cool. Yep. When Atlanta comes to town, it's the return of Garth Lagerway. I hope. Uh, oh I'm, yeah. I'm gonna email him and see if he's coming. And see if he's inviting us to his suite. Yeah. And if not him, maybe we should pull them to port and join James in his suite. Huh? Mm. What do you think yeah. about that? Am I, I like is it a good transition to the end of this damn podcast? It's been going where, where on for an hour and a half. Where can they find you? On Twitter, Aaron Lingley, A A R O N L A N G L E Y. And what about you, Cameron Collins? At Legal Minded Punk on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and you can also check me out Monday nights on KXSU LB Seattle 102.1 FM and around the world KXSU.org 6 to 8pm Pacific Time so you will be paying for the July hosting fee as well <laughs> thank you very much Cameron James take us away you can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt and for all inquiries including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match and don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing and you can follow me on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at BritVoxus that's BritVoxUS We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.